cool tune, isn't it? Yeah, I love this song. Welcome back to Hour 3 of Freedom Speak with Becca Marie uh, and Stella with our guest, Derek Scott. Hello. Having a great conversation about all kinds of stuff it's today. It's wild, right? isn't it? <laughs> yeah, anytime you guys bring me on. <laughs> I know. It's wild. <laughs> Hey, if you want to call in and join the conversation, our number is 505-444-5059. If you want to email us with your questions and comments, email us at Becca, B-E-C-C-A, at freedomspeaknm.com. But it would be nice if you called in. We'd love for you to call yeah. in and talk to us. Yeah, it would be fun. Yeah. And, and, of course, I'm reading all your comments on social media as we go along here. Um Michael, thank you for your comments. I see them. And the last thing he posted there is he said, oil production is great, but Biden, the tiny tyrant MLG, and the green weenies don't want it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but don't, but don't, don't fret because it can always be reversed. It's yeah. only executive stuff. Yeah, it can be. It can be easily reversed. It can be. But. So that's why we have to start pounding elections, you know, and we need to support a good candidate. You know, um, I'll tell you, uh, Karen Bedoni's been totally screwed. You know, yeah. she's not been treated fairly. No, all. I don't think so. You know, and but I saw but that we, coming. Yeah, unfortunately, mm-hmm. you know, that's the problem with independence is because of the two party system that we've allowed. Remember, it's not technically exists, but we allow it to exist. As yeah. voters. Yeah, we do. We have to vote for independence. If you really want somebody who wants to change, go to an independent candidate in the Libertarian Party. In, and there's a couple other parties out there that I wouldn't mind. Um, you know, even the Green Party, remember, a Green Party member went against the left heavily in the Senate. You know, she was a, a Arizonian. And that's partly because she needs to survive, right? She's mm-hmm. her own party. Okay, and she's an Arizona representative senator, and she's from, and so she has to listen to the constituents, and that's why she was voting the way she was. She was like, "Look, my constituents say I'm going to do this, so I'm going to do it," which was great. So, I mean, even a Green Party, though I don't like them, some of what they stand for went the right what went the right well, direction. You know, I saw I saw an interesting, and, and actually, I know at least a couple of people like this, and I'm not going to out them because I hope they're successful with what they're doing. I, I read an article the other day about, and I can't remember who this woman was, but she won the election as a Democrat. And then the second she was elected, she switched parties to the Republican. Oh, awesome. Trish, and Trisha good for her. What's her name? Trisha Gotham. Oh, That's Trisha. Yeah. Well, see, yes. and you know what? There's, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That's totally legal. It's totally legal. And here's the thing. It's something that my wife recommended I should have done for sheriff. Right, she she thought that I should be run as Democrat, and and then switch. Well, yeah, because you're going to have these people that are going to vote gonna for anybody, push you. anybody with a D. Next right, to anything. Their name. You've got D. this huge block of voters, and I was making this argument to people during the last election. I said, you know, you've got this huge block of Republican voters. They're going to vote for anybody with an R next to their name. Yep. Okay, those people exist on both sides yep. of the aisle. Democrat, Republican, they both do that. Yep. So, so if you can come in and run as a Democrat, yeah. they're not they don't care about your platform. They don't they don't, care. They don't they're not listening they to anything you you're just saying. They want you to win and do what they yeah. ask. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, I don't know, there's something to that. Uh, I can't do it now cuz I just kind of outed myself on the radio. <laughs> yeah, that's right, you did. <laughs> <laughs> so now I can't do it. But that's a, I'm okay with that cuz my wife does not want me to run again. She that's she thinks work. it took too much out of me. It does. And yeah. it drained me and it made me ill. Yeah. And why I was kind of ill the beginning yeah. of this year. Yeah. Is she thinks that that did that. So what is a suspicious activity report? Because this ties into the whole banking thing, too, with the people being canceled. And not only that— It's but Homeland, remember, of Homeland Security. Well, it is. There's, there's a lot—I was reading about this, and there's a lot of thoughts I have about this. Okay, so banks do these suspicious activity reports. Let's say, for instance, they have a, an account holder that is uh, transferring large amounts of money or even just uh, amounts of money consistently that are just under $10,000. Right. Okay, right. apparently that's yeah. the limit. That was I the limit like, yeah. until executively it was changed. Yeah. So 
So they're doing this, and for some reason or another, they now this is at least it's is supposed to be how it's supposed to work, right? Okay, then if they don't look into this, if they don't file these suspicious activity reports, they're responsible. Yeah, and this person turns out to be a criminal that's yeah. been money laundering or right. or doing human trafficking or whatever. Pay. The bank could be in trouble. Yep, and have to so, pay fines and fees and all this other stuff. Here's yeah. the problem with this, though. Okay, it's because they're doing the federal this, government. They're doing this because these. they're in fear of the federal government right. coming down on them. Yep. But what if the federal government is like so biased against conservatives mm-hmm. that they're now doing things? They're filing reports. They're canceling accounts because they're afraid that the government is going to come down on them because they did not take action against somebody that's a conservative. That is where it's very possible. I'm the not controversy gonna, is coming. I, into I, I'm now. not going to refute that, but I'm also going to point out that you know. The government wants money. They're broke. Okay, this is the bigger issue. Yeah. The re- you know, you got to ask yourself, why did they hire all these uh, these IRS agents, right? And why are they hiring, even though they, even though you could apply and never get it, because if you say no to the poke, you know, you don't get hired, even though they legally say they can't do that. Yeah. It, it, so they, it's they're having a trouble even hiring these people. You know, it, it does sound sinister. Don't get me wrong. And yes, they did. The agents went into the guy that reported on the Twitter files, right? Because that's the same thing. It's a suspicion report. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it was inconvenient. It and was, the banks do see, this out of fear up. of the government right. coming down. But on the them. IRS screwed up because they did it while he was while he was testifying, testifying. In Congress, and, and yes. then they found out through discovery it's funny because they found out that they filed this the day of the christmas eve so nobody was in the office but somehow it got filed against him they seem to do these things and then the they time, said though. they mailed it but then no mail was received on Christmas or, Eve? No, no yeah, mail was right, received right. on Christmas well, Eve. Well, no, sorry. they sent it off Christmas Eve, and then afterwards it was Well, it also doesn't go anywhere on Christmas Eve. It doesn't go anywhere Eve. on Christmas Day. Yes. Right. It's going to sit in the mailbox. It's going to sit in the mailbox. Yes. And it might not, it, it could get lost and all these other issues. And, and, and so this is what all happened, and now the IRS says they're not going to do any more uh, knocking at your door. Uh, personal, uh, they're not going to do any personal appearances anymore. Which they typically don't do that. They anyway. typically don't do that. Unless That's what I was about really to say. Pushed because you get end. a letter. Yes, you're going to get. And usually, a letter most first. people respond yeah. to the letter. Yeah. And they go, "Oh, okay, you know, I got to deal with this." But the we have to ask ourselves, why are they hiring the agents? A lot of people say, "Well, this is Biden's way of without martial law, without martial law." Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this: it's not enough agents to control the whole United States. So that's the first problem in that theory, right? It's only eighty thousand that they that they allocated to hire, right? 87,000. Or sorry, 87,000. 87,000 that they allocated, so certain billions of dollars, so that divides up into 87,000 people um, for the median income of an agent, right? Mm -hmm. And some of those, yes, are law enforcement agents. It is not only for law enforcement agents. This is why I don't know. And again, I think it's fear tactics, and I think this is why the news always reports it in a way that, oh, they're going to come and get you. And it's like, well, yeah, if you're dodging taxes, they are. I mean, come on. Yeah. You live in a country where taxes are part of the deal. And guess what? All countries tax. Mm-hmm. So you can't go to any other country. They just have different tax laws. And that's why, like I tell people always to go like either to my dad, who's an EA, he's really great at it, and he does it part-time, but he does an amazing job. And he prepares your stuff, and he'll get you the max that you can get or lower down what you're going to be required to give, right? And the thing is, is though, is people still forget, and this is what I know from my, my father who works in this business, okay? A lot of IRS agents left during the poke because they said they weren't going to get poke because they're Christians or whatever, or whatever reason, uh, or health issues. They weren't going to do it. So guess what? They got fired. 
But guess what? A lot of them just went out and became EAs like my dad. Mm -hmm. And so there's a whole bunch now of preparers and EAs, which are uh, enrolled agents is what they're called. They're basically like not a lawyer, but they're kind of a lawyer. They can legally represent you with the IRS, okay, and work things out. Mm -hmm. That's what an EA is. So all of them went out and became EAs. Well, think of it this way. If there's a whole bunch of EAs now that worked in the IRS, so they're basically a pseudo- tax lawyer for you that you can hire at a reasonable price don't you as the irs need to hire a whole bunch of people to counter all these now eas <laughs> right that are going to get the people out of having to pay yeah like that's really what happened you hear advertisements for these people all the time yeah but that's what things. really happened yeah. and that's what's funny is yeah. because these people went to H&R Block or anywhere else. Any, you know, there's a lot of different companies now that can prepare and 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 trust me, H&R Block and others want EAs, man. They want them bad because EAs can do preparing all the way up to representing, right? So they're just like a specialty lawyer in a sense. And so, yeah, I think that's part of the reason they hired those people because mm-hmm. they now are kind of it's unbalanced, right? So now you have more EAs than you do have agents. Yeah. So you got to balance it out, right? And you got to also pay to hire back some of these people. And guess what? You got to give them a bonus and say, well, come on back, and but we'll give you a bonus, right? So that's what the IRS is doing. They're actually giving some hiring bonuses and stuff for some of these people to come back. So I, I still agree that the police issue and the way they worded it is bad. I, I, I'm concerned about it myself, but I think people should not be too afraid of the activity reports mm-hmm. because here's the thing to get around it. So right now it's uh, so supposedly it's six hundred dollars now, right? They have to report six hundred dollars, which is just absolutely ridiculous because that's a lot of purchases, and a lot of banks are struggling to comply to this executive order. Okay, and there is some banks I heard that are going to file against the federal government about this. Okay. Um, because it's unreasonable. Again, for constitutionally, even for banks, this is unreasonable burden from the government. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, but think of it this way: there's a way around this the seven hundred, sorry, seven hundred dollar cap or six hundred ninety nine or whatever. Right? There's a way around it, and and all companies are doing this now, splitting your purchase. So guess what? You go get three different bank accounts from three different banks that have the money and you go ooh six hundred dollars sitting nine five hundred five hundred ninety nine dollars here and I yeah, split 599. it five ninety nine yeah. on this card five ninety nine on this card all the companies do that now yeah you can go to Best Buy wherever they will split the purchase between a credit card a debit card cash and a debit card whatever they'll split it and most companies are doing this now and Visa and MasterCard allow this so guess what you're never going to get reported if you do it that way. It's the same with the $10,000 issue. Yeah. If you split it, it never gets reported. Right, right. So, and banks have kind of encouraged this so that they don't have to report they wanna, it. They don't want to work so hard. That's a lot of right. work trying to track everybody's Well, don't get me wrong. It's, it's hard work, but if you want to get around it and you're concerned about these reports or being reported, then... Split up your accounts. So let me go through this list of things that commonly may trigger a suspicious activity report. Lack of evidence of legitimate business activity. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you I I got reported on. Usual financial nexuses and transactions occurring among certain business types. Transactions not commensurate with the stated business type or that are unusually unusually compared to volumes of similar business operating locally. Unusual large numbers or volumes of wire transfers, repetitive wire transfer patterns, usually complex series of transactions including or unusual complex series of transactions involving multiple accounts, banks, and parties, bulk cash and monetary instrument transactions, unusual mixed deposits into a business account, bursts of transactions within short periods, transactions or volumes of activity inconsistent with expected purpose of the account, transactions attempting to avoid reporting and record-keeping requirements. Now, here's an interesting thing. That's a good one at the end because, see, a lot of the, if you listen to a lot of, a lot of this is to avoid taxes. Sure. A lot of this is criminal stuff that our president has done. 
That's what I was going to get to. Okay, remember a while back they were talking about how Hunter Biden and the Bidens had all of these suspicious activity reports on them. Yeah. None of those have apparently been acted on. Weird. The way these things are supposed to work is the banks turn these things in, which apparently they've turned in how how many? A whole bunch bunch. of these on the Bidens. They have not been investigated. Weird. Isn't that strange? Yeah. But oh yet, my gosh. But yet there are people that have done nothing Regular wrong people. whatsoever yeah, that happen to be right. conservatives or outspoken right. people in the conservative yeah. party. And, and even though they, there was one guy I read about that is apparently one was uh, this, uh, one was filed on him. His account was canceled without any notice whatsoever, without any explanation. He called the bank and they said, well, yeah, we don't see any reason why your bank would have been, uh, your account would have been canceled, but it was. And then it turned out after a new, I think it it was like uh, CBS News or something pushed them on the the topic, and the bank finally admitted, "Oh yeah, he did nothing wrong," but yet they canceled his account. I'm surprised CBS even did this story. I am too. Well, again, the reason I think they did it is, you know, the news will protect itself, as I would put it. Um, you know, sometimes inadvertently the news will do a good story like that. Because they want to protect their own money and they want to do their own thing and they don't right. like the government going well, after the them on this. Well, the banks are caught in a difficult situation. Oh yeah, they are because yeah. they're being pressured by the government. Right. If if but they're also pressured by you could sue them. They are and they've lost. It's like it's this tug of war. Between remember, the two, Fed, you know? remember it was Wells Fargo that lost. Yeah. In the courts, they lost big time to all these account holders that had Wells Fargo's accounts and they were messing people over and all this other stuff. I know actually, funny enough, I got money from that lawsuit because I did have an account at one time and they did lose money. Oh, I gave wow. $50 though. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Big spender. Not like these class action lots. Well, no, I got it from the class action which, because they went through the records. It was know, required the that they would make, go through the records. The lawyers make millions of dollars and then they send you a check for a dollar or whatever. Yeah, so, well, know, and, so. and that was fine with me. It's like, I cast the 50 bucks. Yeah, sure. I mean, they, and they said it, it was in the letter are saying that they had found that they, the records that I was owed this $50 due to this lawsuit. And it was cool. I was like, okay, sweet. Because, yeah, I did have a Wells Fargo account for a while. See, here's an interesting thing I read. It says here that um, <clears throat> most of the time the customers are probably innocent. Yeah. And a 2018 study from the Bank Policy Institute found that a median of just 4% of the 640,000 suspicious activity reports from a sample of large banks warranted a follow-up in law enforcement. According, 6%, geez, <laughs> According so to the low. research, which examined 16 million alerts. That's so low. Yeah, 4%. Well, and this is, remember, this comes from the Patriot Act. Don't forget. That and those are just ones the... that require a follow-up. Right. Okay, most of the ones that yeah, require follow up turned out to be nothing. Right, and usually it's an agent that's looking at it or some person mm-hmm. that finally looks at it because it's flagged on the computer, and they go, that's, uh, no, and move on. <laughs> so, And so you can get cleared multiple times in your lifetime. Yeah. Or you can get flagged. Yeah. And if you get flagged, go get a lawyer. Yeah. You know, just go get a lawyer. Don't even question it. Just say, oh, thank you. Okay, fine. Do your search. Go get a lawyer. And and I know that sucks. I know it's money. But there's a lot of good lawyers out there that are willing to work out payments and other deals. Actually, lawyers can still do uh, trade for work. So, like, <laughs> you can give them a chicken or something. I'm serious. <laughs> like, this is... I have a friend who does this, you know, who does some trading. So, like, if they want to fix her room or something, she'll... She, you know, they quantify that, but lawyers are kind of the last old fashioned bartering system. Yeah. The lawyers are kind of the last system that allows that. Yeah. You know, um, because our system doesn't allow for bartering much unless it's like garage sailing or, you know, under it's still, but it's still technically under the table and it's still technically taxable, Mm -hmm. but it's allowed. See, and there's a lot of things that laws and stuff we have in the United States that are that we do that violate the law. So I mean so, I mean, so far you John Stossel well, had mean, a stack of how many laws you break. So far we have not heard about garage sales getting raided. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, now they have raided the, the the little kids doing lemonade yes, stands. Yes, lemonade stands. Yes, yes which those is lemonade stands because those go. it's a business and they need they're not following health protocol they're and not paying taxes. they didn't get a they didn't well no. No, it's worse than that. They didn't get a license. A license. That's it's right. It's the gatekeeping and New Mexico's worst the worst place for gatekeeping. It's called gate. Have you ever heard the term gatekeeping? Yeah. yeah. This is kind of that. You know, it's gatekeeping. It's like 
we like these people, so you'll be allowed to do your transactions, and we won't flag you. But we don't like these people, so we're going to flag them and, and try to get them on anything. You know, and and just because it was a conservative, it might be there could be a lot of Democrats that are getting busted, too. And and I'm telling you, what, what Biden put in place is going to harm his own party. It really will. Well, we could hope so. Well, I mean... Yeah. This the banks, like I said, the banks were fighting this whole six hundred dollar change, right? That from ten thousand to six hundred, because that's impossible. There is no way any bank could track that many transactions. That would be a huge amount of work. Yeah, because you know how many I mean, transactions at, above six hundred happen per minute. Well, look at the expense to the bank to do yes, this. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and, and that's undue burden upon them. That's why they have a right to sue the government to say this is burdensome and we shouldn't be burdened with this. And and the 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 executive branch has no right to do this because it wasn't passed through legislation. Right. It the what was passed through legislation was ten thousand dollars. The $10,000 limit. But see, that's the problem. They're doing a lot of things nowadays that aren't passed oh, yeah. through legislation. Yeah, he thinks he's the king of the he, United he, States. He's, he's the king. Or the he's world. The, he's the dictator. He's yeah. the Fuhrer. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. Yeah. Or at least whoever it is that's pulling the strings. But is. I think people have realized, unfortunately, with the boot on their neck, because this stuff affects everyone. And so now they get a big boot on their neck. And I wouldn't doubt, like I said, some Democrats probably had the same thing happen to them. And they're like, what's this all about? Oh, well, that's Biden's new policy. And they go, I don't like Biden anymore. Yeah, you know? All, all and, sudden, and we're seeing yeah. that in the polls. Yeah. You're seeing that in the polls. A lot, I've seen a lot of Democrats saying that, yeah, Biden was a total mistake. And, and I see it turning over. I, I'm just wondering how it's going to work out with Trump. And they say stuff like, well, if he wins, he can uh, be a president in prison. And just stupid, they make the stupidest statements, you know, like how could <laughs> he can be a president in prison. <laughs> well, here, here's he the, can. I mean, legally, he, he, can. he well, actually, he can pardon himself. He can and pardon get out. himself. Yeah, it's like I got work to do. I got work to do. Pardon, 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 pardon. Yeah, but eighty pardoned. So my God, could you imagine? But here's the thing. I mean, think about the last election. I mean, Biden didn't run a campaign. No, he and didn't. He's he not, stayed in his basement. He's not planning on running a campaign going forward. They're taking all of their resources and effort right. into, so that into destroying their right. opponent uh, financially And they're and getting more and more angry and that it backfires. Because they're not going to run a campaign. Well, what's funny is how more angry in charges. I mean, they can charge him. It's gonna. It's already become to a ludicrous state that, like I said, the DA can now be indicted himself. Mm-hmm. Um They've gone to a ludicrous direction that even the courts are going to have trouble denying that there is some political process here, okay? And that's where I think that's – and that's what a lot of people believe is going to happen. All he's got to do is appeal, and he's free. You know what I mean? Like, just – they can think that this will work. But even then, federal <laughs> federal cases can take years. Yes, they can't. Decades. <laughs> Decades. And and that's what like okay all they're looking for is the soundbite that he's been indicted. That's all they're looking. That's for. all. You're right. And then they're going to continue to throw it in everybody's faces. Well, he was indicted with this, and it's like yeah, and he said he's not guilty. You know, I've heard it said that this is not all of this is, has nothing to do with actually making anything stick or actually convicting no. of anything. It's all about keeping them busy, busy, uh, busy, so that they can hopefully ruin the election for right. them. Right, right, exactly. And it's like why some why the Supreme Court doesn't step in on this? They say, should. This they is a really, clear. Uh, this is a clearly clear election interference. Election interference. It's like, are you going to do this to every candidate that but runs for the office? The problem is, is the Supreme Court needs them to bring the complaint to them. Under the law, Trump has to bring it to them, and they have to follow the process. And guess what? That process is a long process. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying is he could be president still dealing with this. Well, see, and I'm sure that's their backup plan. Yeah. They want to have they're, some they're, type of leverage over him. That's yes. what this is all about. Well, they're thinking just kind of like the nonsense that went through when he was president last time. Right. They're already thinking about this. It's like, oh, all of this nonsense they're doing right now will carry through for as long as they want. And it's like, okay, so what? You get elected, we're still going to be doing this to you the entire time you're in office. Yeah, exactly. It's not going to stop. It's not. It's only going to— It can I don't know stop. How, it, how can it, it stop? Can That's the question. It can be stopped. Here's how you stop it. Okay, it's not too difficult. 
but it takes some executive orders and it takes a strong Senate and House or, or House at least because the House of Representatives has power over this is firing. You just got to fire everybody. Yeah. It's like I said, they want to burn it uh, like uh, some friends have told me. They just want to burn it all down. So they're basically trying to burn the whole system down. So fine, if he gets it, he has trash, right? He's got nothing to work with. They want it all burned. They want it all gone. They want to have, I think it's more about having an excuse for some type of French Revolution type idealism, okay? They want to have an excuse so that when he gets elected, they could say, see, the people elected a despot, Mm -hmm. okay? So that they can reverse this, right? And then they're saying, just like, and this will happen, just like in the the Civil War, the the Democrats are going to say, we're succeeding. They're going to be the ones that succeed again. This bunch of sleazy people, they think about every step of the way. Right. They're thinking about this like, oh, well, we'll carry this. If he does get elected, then we're going to destroy his presidency by mm-hmm. continuing its on. And if he did the thing that you just said, in which him and the Congress and everybody got together and fired a bunch of these troublemakers, yeah. well, then they would play off of that, too. Right, exactly. So it, it's never ending. And they'll pardon him, which they have the power to. The, the House will have the power to pardon him. Yeah. And so will himself. And they'll do it, and they'll ratify the pardon, but that'll give them an excuse to say, see, look at the Republicans it's, and what and what bad thing, bad people right. they are, it's, and they're evil. It's never going to stop. It's never going to stop. Never going to stop. The only way you stop it is you got to get a little authoritarian against a certain regime. See, You but, have to put him in jail it, and not be afraid but, to do it. See, Trump screwed himself here, before. Here, you just pointed out an interesting point. I'm sorry. Throughout history, we, you mentioned authoritarian. Mm-hmm. Throughout history, we look at like bad governments and things like that. Right. How did they solve the problem? By bringing in a dictator. By bringing in a dictator, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, I mean, is that I where we're heading? I hate to say it. I hate to say it, but Trump might be. Do we need a strong-armed dictator to come in and well, just I don't wipe these people can, out? Well, Trump... I don't think Trump would be a dictator, but I think what you need to do is they've committed treason. They have. You have a lot of things to just start treason trials under the military code. You do it under military. You do not follow the regular justice system. You ask the military to get their military police together and start arresting all these people, and you put them through military tribunals for 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 treason and for... Uh, for treason and for, uh, what's the other one? Sedition. Yeah, sedition. Because that's what they technically have done. Seditious conspiracy. Sedition conspiracy also, Seditious yes. conspiracy. You can that's charge them doing. through the military code. But, you can do like, this. But like you said, it's going to require... But you have to have guts to do it. A strong a strong arm. Yeah, you got to be strong. Authoritarian government. But it's not authoritarian. Yeah. It's only authoritarian towards a certain sect in the country. All right. That's it. We're coming up on the last segment here. Uh, critical whiteness studies. Oh, yeah. The satanic temple telehealth. Yeah. Let's make sure we hit those in the last okay. segment. Okay, those sound fun. Anyway, you're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. We'll be right back. Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband-wife team since 2004. Individual coaching, ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at PerkinsProtectionTraining.com. Are you a small business with unique skills that believes it can bring value to Sandia or our other national labs and would like to grow your national lab contract portfolio? Then listen up. Working with any of the national labs can be overwhelming. From the lengthy terms to the bureaucratic red tape, it can feel like these labs don't want to work with small businesses. Nothing could be further from the truth. They want and need exceptional small businesses to be part of their supply chain. I can help you. My name is Asa Bortz Johnson, owner of Sandia Consulting Group. I spent 10 years as a subcontract manager at Sandia Labs and can help you navigate the bureaucracy. My central objectives are to increase your firm's probability of winning a contract, minimize your administrative burden, 
shorten the time frame from proposal to purchase order and maximize your firm's profit. Give me a call at 505-362-3499 or go to my website at sandiaconsultinggroup.com. Schedule your no-cost meet and greet to discuss how Sandia Consulting Group can support your mission. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505-292-2226. Do you need a trailer to haul something around? Check out my friends at JP Trailer Sales. They've been doing business in Albuquerque for seven years. Whether you're hauling cars, landscaping equipment, dirt, or your favorite off-road toys, JP Trailers has the perfect trailer at a great price to fit your needs. They have open trailers and closed trailers and can even do special orders. You'll always receive great, friendly customer service and no appointment is ever needed. Stop by their location at 7605 San Pedro Drive, Northeast and Albuquerque, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5 p.m. You can also call them at 505-469-1667 or 505-557-8164 or check them out on the web at flatbedtrailersusa.com. Did you realize that our skin is the largest organ of the body? How often do we pay attention to what it's telling us? Hi, I'm Tomei with Skin LLC, and we don't just cover up imperfections, we heal them. Our skin being the largest organ of the body tells a story. Beauty and skin alike are often overlooked because we get overwhelmed with so much daily input. You can learn your own skin and beauty story through the customized treatments we provide, personalized just for you. Let us give you the education, healing, rejuvenation, and restoration to support your journey. Call or text 505-918-4211, mention this ad for a free phone consultation, and visit our website at abqskinllc.com. That number again is segment of Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella, along with guest Derek Scott. Hello. We're just hitting all kinds of topics. We, we hit hit something that I think was really serious there at the end of that last yeah. segment. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you what, we talked a little bit about that during the break. Why don't we spend, let's not spend the whole segment on this because I want to hit some of these other things. Let's say, let's limit it to like five minutes. Okay, sure. And, and summarize, because we kind of started off on something rather interesting in the last segment. Um, these, we have just an overwhelming amount of corruption going on in this country right now. And you pointed out an interesting point. And, you know, even Nazi Germany, okay, had like this problem with this massive amounts of authoritarian tyranny. Right which is how Adolf Hitler ra- rose to power. He was promising right. something better. Right. Now, he turned out to be a brutal dictator that right. wanted to dominate the entire world. Right. Okay, but this has happened other times in other countries throughout the world, too, in which you have a, you have a brutal government, uh, and then the people rebel. It just recently happened in Egypt. In Egypt. Yeah, think of ha- Egypt. Yeah. The, the Arab Spring turned out to be a hell, and then the military arrested those people that were then corrupt, and they were. They were yeah. they were just giving money to themselves and just ripping apart the government. So the military came in, and then they got a better election. And then they got a president, and now Egypt's more stable. So that worked out for them. It did. It Sometimes okay. it works, sometimes it doesn't. It you all know, depends. There's a lot your, of you factors. You put yourself in a really risky situation there because if if somebody with aspirations of right. 
like a military leader being 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 a dictator right. and just taking over the world right. gets in there then that's what you end up with so you know but we're in a situation right now in which we have the far left fascist democrat party right. which has basically anointed Joe Biden the figurehead dictator of the country yeah. in which the rest of the the rest of the branches of government have mostly just rolled over or they've been infiltrated by people that that, that hail want, to Joe Biden hail right. Joe Biden yeah, right. you know uh, kind of thing so you know we talked about okay let's say for instance Donald Trump manages to win the next election, um, which they're they're going to be attacking him all throughout the entire campaign. They're going to attack him while he's president. Yep. So how do we end this? Okay, so you mentioned we have military tribunals. Okay, we finally said we've had enough of this nonsense. Yeah. We're the ones in power now. Let's say, for instance, we had the presidency and the entire Congress, right. House and Senate, where they say, we've had enough of your nonsense, we're going to round you all up, we're going to put you on trial for the crimes against, uh, you know, sedition. The United States, sedition, the, 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 treason, the whole, the whole conspiracy, scamdemic, yeah, scamdemic, you know, um, a, a and, and Nuremberg-style trial. It's who got before. rich off the scamdemic? Who got rich? Yeah. Some, a couple of Republicans, but most of the Democrats. Yeah. Right? They did insider trading. That that's illegal, right and, there. That's a military and tribunal, the heads of some right of these there. Big corp- corporations, right? The heads of big pharma. Oh yeah, there's they, some, they were all there's some part corporate of it. people Fauci. that need to be. Fauci well, needs there's to be a warrant for Fauci. Like I said, there's yeah. been repeated requests for his arrest by Rand Paul in the House that he be arrested. Where's why isn't he arrested? And he's in, like I said, he's because, in an office illegally because the Democrat Party's running the DOJ. Be- well, and and yeah. And they're that's not going to prosecute any of these people well, that's because why they're need, behind it. And that's why you need a military tribunal and a military yes. court because they've violated principles of the Constitution that guess who upholds that? The military. Yeah. That's clearly defined foreign and domestic. And I've mentioned— And the military can round them up and can put them through military tribunals, Nuremberg style, and you put them in front of everybody— you get it done, and you select judges from maybe the Supreme Court and elsewhere, and they all sit on a panel, and they judge these people because they have violated multiple laws. You know, Joe Biden especially has to go through a military tribunal would be better than the regular justice system mm-hmm. because there's no way to make sure that the president who is now committed and known to be committed real crimes and repeatedly, and that's before his presidency. I mean, this is him as Senate and vice president. Okay, and remember, even Obama <laughs> made comments that he didn't like Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think Obama stayed away from Joe Biden, and and you see that, you know, he never liked the guy, right? And I can imagine why the guy was sleazy. Yeah, you know, think about it. This guy lied, cheat, and stealed, and stole election all the way. This man has been a person that has sold himself basically to the devil. And guess what, bud? You know, at the end. Either you're going to die or you're going to go into a military tribunal. And, and and the military can do this. There is a constitutional standard for this. And you can, if somebody has been treasonous and has been seditious, you can do this. Will it have some people rise up? Well, yes. But what do you do? You do what Trump did before with Seattle. You, you send in the marshals. Yeah. The marshals are the best. I mean, they really are. I know them. I know them. You send them in. You give them some military support you know, which would be National Guard or something. Um, if not National Guard, regular military. Give them support. Support is just that they run the jails, run whatever the marshals would need to be doing. They take over while the marshals do the job. And then you're still legal. It's authoritarian, but you're still legal within the constitutional rights. And you're you're not violating anybody's rights because you have an agent who then arrests you, who still has to go through court. Mm-hmm. You still have to be arraigned. You know, and that's what they did is they had the judge oh, late at night, you know, going through these people as they were pulling them off the street, right? Which is the right thing to do. Yeah. And remember, people said Trump was being authoritarian there, but no, he was following the law. You know, that's the funny thing about Trump is he followed the law to the letter. And remember, he even said he had lawyers with him. Of course he did. Because, and so did, guess what? So did Bush. Mm-hmm. Bush had a lot of lawyers with him saying, you know, how far can we go in, quote, torture? 
you know, and remember, it wasn't really torture. That's the media that said yeah, that. Yeah, it was theater. It was to it was to create fear, an environment of fear, so that they would give up information, like the whole waterboarding thing. That's right. all about fear. It's like well, it and makes it, someone feel yeah, like it's, feel like they're being drowned. Right. Well, and and before you even waterboard, it's just the fear of the water coming. Yeah. See, they could most of the times about waterboarding. If you read the files. They didn't even have to get to that point. Yeah. Or they would get to that point, put the wet rag over them, and then they'd start speaking. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I've heard they of that waterboarding. I don't want to have anything to right, do with that. Right, they didn't even yeah. have to have the water poured on them. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I said, it's an environment of fear. Yeah. And that's what they created, and they went right up to the edge of the law. Do you see what I'm getting yeah, at? Yeah, And so that's, though it seems wrong and it sounds disgusting and all this other stuff, you have to look at it from a legal point of view. What is what? What is legal? And again, I would want these people to have the same rights and 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 defense of anybody else. That's why I want Trump to have the same rights and the defense. Honestly, Trump should not be in the regular courts. He should be handled by a military tribunal mm-hmm. because he would have a fairer hearing. Okay, and also because it should be handled by military because he's the commander in chief. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? No, it makes sense. You turn around yeah. and the military says, oh, okay, we think you did something wrong. You know, then you, if like, and look at it this way. If the military really thought Trump did something wrong, they would speak up. Yeah. They okay. Would. And they haven't. And, th- and that tells you that he's never overstepped the line as Biden has, because there has been some military people that have spoken up about Biden. Yeah. And then have sued him in court during the pandemic and won the Air Force especially, there was a lot of Air Force men that won against Biden and the Polk. We'll see. All right. So th- I hope that explains it. Yeah. I, it might not, and it's probably going to make me sound terrible, but but it's you know, it's not I'm not saying let's go do this now. I'm just saying if you were to deal with this in a real way, you know, and honestly it should have been done in Seattle when you had a lot of those crazy anarchists and communists. We've had communist infiltration all the way down to World War One. Well, you know, they used to root out communists and arrest them. Well, they were supposed to. Them. But right. now the whole Democrat Party is full of communists. Which, <laughs> they, guess what? Yeah. They have the right to bring that forward under our Constitution. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. I know. But you can bring forward a socialist idealism in our Constitution. You can make a socialist party, which people have. They don't get anywhere. Yeah. But that's the way the system is supposed to work. And we're supposed to have like five, ten parties in the House and the Senate, not two. Yeah. You know, that's another thing that people miss. And we do have parties, and they have to keep them alive constitutionally. And that's why, like, the state is having problems with the whole Libertarian Party issue right now. But, um, you know, it's one of those things that we can have as many parties as we want. We just have to have the guts to vote for them and give them a little bit of power. And then when you give, and when you section out the power to these multiple parties, you don't, you won't have what we have now. Right. It'll be more balanced. So let's hit this top. I want to hit the topic, this topic next to the satanic temple telehealth. Okay. I was it last week, Stella, that we talked about the satanic temple, uh, uh, the, the governor hot, the hotline. Yes. The hotline. Yeah. The, the the governor has have put together this hotline in which they're referring uh, people that want abortions uh, to the uh, TST Health hotline. Now, TST Health is just another word for the Satanic Temple. Well, that's uh, that's a lawsuit for the Catholic Church and other churches. Well, then, here's because the, they should have the same access under the government yes, law, and there's been exactly. lawsuits already leveled by that. Here's the point. I here's the point I'm thinking about this. Is this not a violation of the thing we hear about all the time with the separation between separation church of state. church and state? The, yes, she the, violated it. Right, she's violating that because that's a religious she's, church. She's a, essentially established a state religion. Yep. Uh, by only referring, referring only, one yes. place. Yeah. So why not refer calls for uh, people talking about abortion to uh, some of these Christian organizations right. that might want to provide some counseling? It's like you know they have to sue though for this. They're going right. to have to sue. They, this is a clear violation. And I'll tell you, our federal judges here will definitely not like this. <laughs> yeah. If you bring this to federal court, it'll get handled pretty quickly because this has already been decided multiple times that you cannot isolate. Uh, Christians from 
schools or Christians from private or Christians from because they've tried. Right. A lot of these cities and counties have tried and they've lost in federal court and the Supreme Court. So she's violating not just our Constitution. She's violating the law because she's supposed to refer them to multiple departments, not just one. And she's supposed to allow bidding for that. Right. Where's the bids? I didn't see any public bidding for it. I haven't seen any of those either. Because I would have bid for it. Right, yeah. I could easily make a company that would do that. You know, I'm looking at this website for tsthealth.org. Okay, that's, uh, it says here. You can't put it on there. Show people. Yeah, I can. Oh, do it. There you go. Let's show them. For those that are watching. Let's see if it'll do it. Yep, there we go. Here we are. Okay, so, anyway, so, there, it says, TST Health provides free religious telehealth medication abortion care, courtesy of the Satanic Temple. Jeez, it's so <laughs> disgusting. Can you, can, can you ever? Can did you ever think we'd be living in a world in which people like this would just be out in the open? Did, did, did you ever imagine that? You know, in X Files, they kind of played on this a little bit. I remember, but as it would be some conspiracy, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's surprising. This one surprises me. I didn't even know about this. This is something I just uncovered just the other day. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. And like I said, she's violating multiple court hearings, the Supreme Court, you know, she's violating the law. And how does that work with the, with the satanic temple when you call them, uh, and, and they're providing free religious telehealth? It's like, is there really a cost or do they, do they tell you, you know, hold on. Do they tell you on the phone? It's like. Yes, there's just a tiny little cost. All you have to do is just surrender your soul to the devil. It, you don't need that soul anyway. It's not really that important. You'll never miss it. Trust me, you've let, led such an awful life. You're going to end up there anyway, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> right? I mean, you know, the freedom of religion allows allows it. Okay, this is the one thing I'm not surprised about is the freedom of religion allows it, right? Yes. But when a government is contracting, they're supposed to bid and allow other people to have the chance, and you're supposed to allow the option, right? So, like, when it comes to Medicaid, you're supposed to have multiple options, and you have the right to change it every year, right? Or Medicare, right? Um, And if you're, like, have some type of severe problem or something, you can do it every month. You can change over. If the insurance ain't going to do it, you go to another insurance company that will, right? Um, That's not happening here. That's a violation of of principle of the law, right? So MLG has violated the law. So now if somebody gets gets up, forget the whole bonding or something, there you go. Mm -hmm. There's the place to sue at. Mm -hmm. She can't do this. And, and you could maybe get her thrown out because of that, because she's violating, openly, knowingly violated the law. The problem is, Derek, and, and we've been talking about this for the last few years with the whole scamdemic, uh, you know, tyranny crap going on with the, with the tiny tyrant, is that are you going to be able to find a law firm in the state yeah, of New Mexico right. that's not contracted with that's the state already not that already co-opted, co-opted by yeah. the little tyrant? Yeah. No, there's a couple you know? of lawyers out there that'll do it. Like I'm, I mean, I'm not going to name them. And then here. we got the corrupt court system. I'm in not the state gonna, of New Mexico. Well, no, that's why you go federal. Yeah, you're going to have to bypass the state. Yeah, you have to New bypass the state altogether. Yeah. 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 And and this is a federal re, this would be a federal issue because it's already been decided by the federal government cuz states have done these violations. Mm-hmm. And so you would go federal anyways. It's already been proven and you just go federal court. And like I said, you won't have to go to the Supreme Court on this cuz it's already been decided by the Supreme Court. So the federal that the the first district or or what is it? We're the ninth district if I remember correctly. Um our district would then just decide it. And they would have to abide by it. You know, and if they don't there could be fines, levies, and even ejection from their, you know, there's a lot of things that still can be done. But if the federal judges here say, no, this has already been decided on, you can't do this, you, either you got to allow Christians and other and nonprofits to have a chance, right, or be fined and maybe even lose your job, you know? You know, here's the thing, and I heard, I can't remember where I heard somebody talking about this, but consequences, 
for violating the Constitution and the law. There are currently, apparently, no consequences. It's like they keep doing it. They keep pushing the boundaries. They keep doing this stuff because there are never any consequences for them doing it. This is clearly unconstitutional, but they do it anyway because, oh, well, they just figure, and I had Stephanie Lord tell me this a while back when she was in with me. Well, they don't care. They just go ahead and do it anyway, and they say, sue me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Why That's is, why you have to get why, them out of these positions. Why is there not consequences when they lose these cases where they have to pay all the costs? Well, I like that here's idea. Here's the bummer part is, is us, the taxpayers, pay for it here in New Mexico. So if she gets sued and these Christian companies sue them or nonprofits, then they get the money or whatever. They right? should be sued personally. Right. You know, okay, now remember when we were talking about the, the, the problem is, discussion is about our this. House and our Senate need to have some guts and say you can't do this MLG. You know, discussions about this have kind of died down, but I know uh, sometime back we were talking about, you know, assurity bonds and things like oh, that yeah. for these right. politicians right. in which they would personally pay the consequences for violating uh, their oath of office, but that just seems to have just gone away. Well, remember I said some of the the bonding doesn't apply to I don't know why people think it does, but remember I told you bonding doesn't apply to the the governor or some of these other positions, but it does apply to county, to uh, local representatives, right? Like, it applies there. But remember, I told you, the lawyers tell you, don't even do it. Because then they can go and file a complaint against you in the bonding department and then get you, and then you lose your position anyways. Because if you have, so here's the, here's the kicker. It's, it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't. If you get the bond... Okay, you got the bond, right? And you're secured against liability, right? The bond pays the liability, even though it's not a lot. Um, it supposedly pays the liability of you doing something wrong, right? But if the bond is there, then some alternate party or person can file multiple complaints against you. You get your bond pulled. Now, per the Constitution, you lose your position, okay? So what they tell you to do is avoid the bond, so that you cannot be pulled from your position. See what I'm getting at? Because, yeah, but you'll have to pay liability and stuff, but you know what? Raise some money in your campaign. The campaign funds can pay for that. You're better off just having campaign funds than you are having a bond. And so that's the way it works, if you un- if you really want to truly understand it, is that the bonding is, I think, a mute issue, and like I said, it doesn't apply, and it's I've looked through this law a lot. It doesn't apply to the governor. It doesn't apply to House or Senate. It only applies to county, right, um, to uh, positions uh, that are assigned by the governor and um, positions in cities and, and, like, water authority, stuff like that. You know, that's where it applies. Mm-hmm. But here's the, like I said, here's the problem. Some person that doesn't like you can make multiple complaints and you get your bond pulled then you lose your job yep yep oh i know it's not fair so no. like either way you're damned if you you're damned if you don't and that's why they say it's better to just hold on to campaign funds so if you get sued you can do it that way hmm. <sighs> yeah any thoughts on that stella no it's too overwhelming i'm sure everybody that's listening is going whoa <laughs> like where then where does it end you know well Again, that's what elections are for, is when these tyrants come in, you vote them out. You put in somebody better, right? Like, that's why it's supposed to rotate every four years, and that's why... So you just have to tolerate the person that's in there for yeah. four years. Well, what do you do? Yeah. If you arrest... See, that this is why they say sue me, mm-hmm. because if you arrest them and stuff, then they can use it against you later. Mm-hmm. See, what they're doing against Trump, Do they, they, they forget it will be done to them. It's already getting done. They're already making the path on Biden. They're already building that path because now that they've done this to try tit for tat. And this is why having a two party system is bad. Okay. Because this happens tit for tat, tit for tat, tit for tat, mm-hmm. back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. This yeah. will always happen until you have two other parties mm-hmm. or three other parties to buffer that because then the other party members can be like, I don't see it. I don't see the corruption. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Or the other party says, yeah, there is corruption. You're right. I'm going to take your side. Do you see what I'm getting at? Mm-hmm. If you have multiple parties, you have less of this tit for tat. You have a buffer yeah, between right. the two systems. You actually have a discussion. Yeah, right. You know. That's why we don't have discussions. No, we don't have discussions. Because one of the parties wants to be the uniparty. Yeah. 
you have the conservatives that want to be the conservative uniparty and you have the Democrats that want to be the socialist uniparty. That's what you have. Yeah. That's what's being fought out right now. Uh, why don't we talk about critical whiteness studies sure. for a little bit? But it just, just FYI, she is violating the law, and she is. some Christian or nonprofit should sue. Somebody needs to. Somebody needs to, because at least, at least I, hit, hit her in her personal pocket. I would say a Christian organization probably best. best yeah, way to I go think they have a better. Bet. They can say that they're being discriminated. They're against. being. It is discrimination. Yeah, yeah. it's an easy could, could case to pro-life brand. groups. Any of the pro-life groups. Yeah, they could win in this. It's one, mm. They've won before. Okay, yeah. the Catholic Church won on all this. Yeah. Right when it came to the birth control. Yeah. So they can win the case based on saying that we're not being equally represented. Correct. You know, yeah, and it's the same that. reason that people were winning against the Pope is because religious was not being upheld because if it's mm-hmm. their religious belief not to take a medication, that's been proven time and time again in our courts going way far back. And so, yeah, I mean, that's why they won. It, 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 again, this is, yeah, but like, it, like you said, yeah, the government can turn around and say, sue me, you know? And then you have to, you know. And then sometimes they will then go, fine, you can have your day. <laughs> uh, that's what they did with the Air Force people. They kind of went, yeah. fine. Fine. And then, okay. you know, we'll let them back in. and But we're going to make them follow all these crazy regulations. Right. You know. So I found this article on the Daily Wire, and it says here that uh, courses involving critical whiteness studies, <laughs> an offshoot, obviously, of going. critical race theory, will be available to students at several colleges across the country during the upcoming 2023-2024 school oh, year. No. The University of New Mexico's Department of English Language and Literature will host a critical whiteness studies course. Oh, nobody's going to take it. (laughs) In fall of 2023, where students will learn about whiteness as an ideology of supremacy and domination. Well, damn straight up. No, I'm kidding. Do you know what's sad? You know. You know, Rebecca, you know me. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've actually had to sue for my rights. Sure, yeah. Okay, when it came to issues like that. Yeah, because yeah. Because of my disability. What bugs me is how people say that, and supposedly I have some special privilege. I never have. Right. I've been screwed. I've been screwed yes, badly. Yes. I couldn't remember if I could say that word. Yeah, I think that um, word's okay. Um, I've been screwed badly. Yeah. And been totally discriminated against by other white people or Hispanics, right? And been totally treated terribly. So what makes people think that me as a white man, and I'm not even technically white. If you go to my heritage, it's 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 a mutt, right? I'm <laughs> we got all some, are. I, yeah, we all are. You know, I got some Native American. I got I got Scottish, Irish, and, and a lot of Italian, right? So technically, I'm of color, I guess, right? Yeah, but, yeah. But... My skin color. Are, don't we all have a color? Right. If we were colorless, right. If we were colorless, we'd be if invisible, we were truly right? white, <coughs> white. Nobody's really nobody's white. really white. That's yeah. what I hate. It's like we're yeah. pink, white? brown, like, or I'm not white. Like, yeah, I got tan on me. You're you're, you're light beige. <laughs> like, I'm like yeah. <laughs> I, I got the more tan yes. in me. So yeah, it's, it, it, but it, you know that I've gone through a lot of this stuff of of discrimination and had to prove it in court. And by I the won. way, Derek. We're almost out of time. Oh, yeah. We I are. saw that. Yeah. But so, I just wanted to say that yeah. I hate that they do this because that is, there, there is no truth in it. Apparently, what they're saying from this, our goal in this course is to learn how to identify and challenge whiteness as part of an anti-racist so, practice. So now they're going the to be more racist. Well, no, that now, sounds racist itself. Right. That Now they're going to be more racist against me, yeah. Rebecca. Yeah. I've already been mistreated. Yeah, you know, I heard something. And I got say, mistreated at the hospital. Remember I told you yeah. about we haven't... We didn't even get a chance to talk about my hospital experience. Yeah. Well, you know, I got mistreated show. and discriminated because of my color and my gender. At the hospital, I got discriminated by the nurses because of it. <sighs> it's all that toxic masculinity. Yeah. There. Supposedly, like, I'm toxically masculine, toxic even though I'm disabled. Masculine. You know. So anyway, Derek, 
Thanks yeah. for being on us. Yeah, you're with welcome. Us today. It's, I I really appreciate you the having time me. Time has flown, and we barely, of course, scratched the surface of my notes. Yeah, <laughs> as usual. <laughs> so anyway, you want to send us your questions and comments? Uh, send them to Becca B E C C A at freedomspeaknm.com. Check out our website, freedomspeaknm.com, and you can check out replays of everything on there. And uh, check out our live stream, which if you guys are watching us now, you know when that is. It's on Friday mornings, 9 a.m. to like noonish on Facebook, Twitter, and Rumble. And you can get there by going to our Facebook page, or sorry, our website and clicking on the Rumble link. And you want to check out uh, replays on the podcast, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, iTunes. And be sure when you go to my web pages, uh, you know, click on like, share, follow. Everybody that's listening, Everybody that listens to this, make sure you click on the like and the follow. Please do that for me. So, freedom is essential to everyone. Liberty and freedom are rights, not privileges. You're going to join us on this one today, aren't you, Derek? (laughs) Divided, we're weak. Together, we're strong. It's time for us all to stand up, open your eyes, reject division, tell the Marxists and those pushing the woke agenda and communism and socialism and all that other crap. Hell no. Huh? Hell no. Yeah, just say to all no yeah. to all the isms. Hell no to all the isms. <laughs> Hell no to all the isms. Just say we won't comply. We, we are, are the, the resistance. resistance.